a half nugget there. Yeah, it's huge. It well, it, I think it's big, but then again, I come from Lynn. Um, Lynn's getting bigger and bigger though. Yeah, isn't it? well, we've just sold. We've right, just sold our yeah. house, and we, we're moving out to our new one in Stockton Heath tomorrow. Well, we're in Bolton at the moment. We're living with the in-laws because we sold ours, yeah. and we couldn't move into the new one until tomorrow. So right. we didn't want to hold the sale up anymore. So we just moved to our in-laws in Bolton. Right, it's a bit um, of travelling then, isn't it? Yeah, it's driving me mad. Yeah, three weeks. It's I've put a lot of miles on my little car, and I'm just I'm knackered. Well, I don't know how far Bolton is, but it's I'm the guessing traffic 30... is hideous. Oh, well, yeah, the traffic is hideous. I mean, that's one of the other reasons I can't wait till we're out in Spain because oh, there's no cars on the roads in Ibar where we're going. Well, that's why because so. I, I used to be a teacher. Even though I was only going into Manchester, and it's only oh, like 20 Manchester, miles. Oh, Manchester, wow, yeah. in the yeah. morning, it was taking an hour yeah. and a half, sometimes yeah. two hours to get to work. And yeah. it's just like, it's not no. healthy, and you've got to do what's what's healthy for, for yourself. Yeah, you know? stops and heath, eh? Mm. Yeah, so mm. I'm looking forward to it. So it's a list Is of that going house. up or coming down in the world from Lynn? Well, for us, it's coming down because we've sold a beautiful big family home right. and bought a tiny little terrace. But that's to fund yeah. the business in Spain. It has to be done, doesn't it? It does. You know what? We could keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, and then we could be into our fifties and not able yeah, to, yeah, you know, run yes. the business physically. Absolutely. Because yes. obviously it's quite a physical yeah. business. So. Yeah. Are you the two of you? Are you actually going to be running it yourself or well, riding it yourself? Yeah, completely. Right. So I've got a business which is health and rich. I'm an insurance broker. I've got my own little insurance brokerage. But I can run that from wherever I am in the world yeah. because, yeah. you know, apart from needing to see clients, which I can fly backwards and forwards for. And you can Skype if necessary. Yeah, we you? can Skype. We can do all those kind of wonderful things. But basically, yes, we are going to be hosting and running the business. I was going to ask you about that because hosting, does that mean... So imagine I was going to go to... I mean, what countries is it going to be? It's in Spain. Is so it only we're in, Spain? We're only in Spain to begin with. So year one, we're going to be in Spain. We're in Iber, which is in uh, Costa Blanca, right. which is in between Alicante and Valencia. It's very, very Spanish. It's very rural. And we're going to be there. So are you buying a farmhouse over there or are you just yes. going to book people into... No, no, we've got a great big property over oh, there that wow. we own. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of it. Wow, I'm so it's, jealous. It's beautiful. <laughs> so that's why we've had to sell our house and, yeah, yeah. and absolutely everything that we've had to do to make it possible. Wow, living the dream, eh? Yeah, it's um, it's a big step, but we're really pleased we're doing it. So when you go over, are mm -hmm. you going to keep the place in Stockton Heath as well? Yeah, we've got a daughter who's at university. Right, we all need a base to come back to, and also because we only run the business for six months of the year, because it's too hot to cycle over there in the summer. So How in hot does the it summer, get? oh, it gets into the forties. We went to Barcelona a few years ago. I just assumed. And it was around Mayish time, I guess. Yeah. But it was snow, first time we'd seen snow in May. That's Chimo, that's the place. Oh my word. <laughs> God. Is that yours? Yeah. <laughs> it's the banks. My husband's a big salary earner, you know, and we've thrown everything. Everything at it, jobs are going. I've got a little Nissan Micra, that's going. But do you know what? It's you, what you were saying there about being stuck in traffic. There's more to it. I don't think you'll regret a single second. No, I, I think don't. you will have nightmare after nightmare when you're over there, sleepless nights. Yeah, yeah. Thinking, oh my God, what have we done? Mm. But I don't think you'll regret no, a single second. No, I don't think we will. I think it'll be the best thing you've ever done. Mm. So it's but still scary. It is scary. I, I think I'm probably a lot calmer with it because my parents have been over there for 33 years 
My mum is... Are they, going to, are they local to where you're moving? They're about to? half an hour away. Oh. My mum's a Michelin star chef. Oh, wow. So we have oh. um, we have her on hand. Wow. My father speaks <laughs> fluent Spanish, and he's doing a lot of the driving, his support vehicle driving. So we've got a massive support. The other thing is I already run my own business, and I already gave up a big job to be at yeah. home with my daughter when she was poorly. So I've gone through that nervousness and process that you'll have gone through when you set yeah, up in business yeah. on your own and it's all, is it ever going to work? So I've already done all that. Mark hasn't. Is and so he <laughs> is very excited and we've done a load of mind coaching. You know, we've done all the kind of visualisation, the positive outcome, we've done all that. But there's only so much you can physically do without going, wow, what are we doing? Hmm. So when is it? It's autumn you go. October. October. So we start, we're over there in October. We've got our first people coming out the first week in October. Right, you've already got business. We've already got and you've not started as such? No. Wow. So we've only just started. The website's only just gone up. That, it's just going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Everyone's into cycling. Yeah. It's just gone massive. Cycling's yeah. just gone massive. Yeah. And we, we always planned to do this, but we always planned to do it when Megan had finished university. Um, How many years has she got left to do? Well, she's only just started. All right. So she starts in September. Is she doing a three or four year course? She's doing four. Right. So we always planned that it would be a long term. She should be already been there, but because she was so poorly a couple of years ago, she's missed a lot of school. Right. So What's we, the subject? She's doing criminology. All right. I know, yeah. So we always... Ideal for Spain, isn't it? Yeah, well, she, she, she toos and froze from Spain and from the UK, but, I mean, mm. I think she, she'll make her own path of journey, won't she? She's got her own... The she's got her own, her own yeah. adventures to build. So that was always a plan for this. We was going to sell up when... Because I've got two daughters. Oh, happy. How old are yours? One's 14 and one's 12. Mm. Although they would argue with me because they would say, I'm nearly 15 and I'm nearly 13. Because <laughs> they are, actually. That'll be in April, end of April. Downsize when they yeah. want to go to university because it's just going to be 50, 60 grand in debt, aren't they, every time they come out of uni? It is, but it's actually le it's worth letting them get in debt because we've just done the whole piece around how do we do this, what support do we need to do. It's means-tested, but regardless of means-testing, they get their grants for their fees, which is around about 9,000. Megan's is 9,300. Right. So she gets that. I thought that was going to reduce. No, so they get that. Right. Then they then get a maintenance grant and they can get anything up to 8,000 maintenance grant depending on your income. But their accommodation costs... Won't that work to your benefit then because you now have no income? No, they look at last year's salary. Oh. <laughs> so they look at Mark's last year's income. That's not good then, is it? <laughs> so they then get a maintenance grant. Megan's accommodation is 6100 for the year. Maximum maintenance grant they can get is 8000 We're just applying now, but we think we'll probably get about three. So you've then got a shortfall. Yeah. So we will pay the shortfall, and then we'll give her £150 a month for food, and Megan will get a job, as she always does. But actually, you're better off letting them get in debt, because unlike when we went to university, where the minute you start earning a certain amount, they start yeah. taking huge yeah. chunks out, yeah. What happens now is the minute they start earning a certain amount, and it's £30,000 now, then right. they get it tax deductible, so it's P11D. So it's a bit like a benefit it's in tax kind. tax deductible to them. It forms part of their tax code. So if you have a company car, then you pay tax on that company mm. car. So they pay tax on the amount of benefit they've got. So if they've got themselves into £40,000 of debt, which is the average for a student, they'll only pay £62 a month on a £30,000 a year salary. 
in which case what you're better until off until it's doing, paid off which no. is going to be forever anyway wouldn't it no they write it off after so many years and if they leave the country for five years they write it off as well really mm. I can see that changing yes well especially with <laughs> Brexit yeah so that's how it is at the moment so what I would say is we sat down and looked at it and even if we were millionaires I would not fund it for her because actually financially it's not viable to do it right that's interesting because I've mm. clearly not looked into any of that yet because we're still a few years away from that yeah but that was always a plan just to do, like you've done from Lynn to Stotts and Heath downsizing it's amazing how much you don't need we, we've our lifestyle has changed completely you know gone our haircuts and nails and driving posh cars and all sorts <laughs> and actually it's a much more pleasant life feels mm. more real um, not competing with the neighbours yeah it's lovely it's mm. do you know what it's freedom mm. and it's financial freedom which is quite bizarre because people say to me what do you mean financial freedom you know you and Mark used to have big salaries mm. Like when with big salaries came big mortgages and big overheads yeah, yeah. and big this and big well, that. We my don't my have very that first job, I must have been about 17 or 18, and there was a bloke said to me, he said, No matter because I was earning peanuts then. Yeah, yeah. He said, Whatever you earn, you will spend and yeah, more. You will. You'll you will. never just spend what you get. Yeah. That's just the way of the world. You have to spend more than you earn because yeah. you've got to get a car, you've got to get a house. Da, da, da. Yeah. So if you don't have a house, if you don't have a car, then you don't need mm. that kind of money. Yeah. I mean, I don't earn anything like I was doing because I work from home. Yeah. Well, I was looking after the children. I haven't got the travel costs. Mm. I've got an old banger as a car. Yeah. I was supposed to be selling it last week. I was going to get a van. But I never use the car. I do about yeah. 2,000 miles a year. Yeah. Which is, in fact, I'd be, I, struggle, I would struggle to do 2,000 mm. miles a year. Yeah. Because I just work from here. Yeah. I did see this morning, I can't remember, is it Snapchat or was it Instagram? I think it was Snapchat. Mm. Is floating this morning. Oh, is it? And they want um, something like two hundred billion. Yeah. Well, they're saying that Twitter's falling off, aren't they? That yeah. Twitter's starting yeah. to. They have been saying that for a few years yeah. now, and, and it is kind of dwindling. I use Facebook a lot. I, I like Facebook as a social media. It kind of it works well for me. Yeah. Because um, we've got a charity bike ride, which is London to Paris, which we're doing in September for what? It's all about Warrington. So about four charities in Warrington, and we've got about 30 odd riders and we're going to raise about £50,000 London to Paris yeah wow how yeah. far is that about 300 miles 300 miles is that how far it is mm. gosh didn't think it was that far yeah there's, there's quicker ways you can go but we're doing it in four days on the nicer routes yeah. so like planes quicker yeah <laughs> yeah I don't think much people won't sponsor you to get on a plane um, so we're doing that in September and we use Facebook a lot as our medium of communication it's called Ride for Change for that you and don't know my mate, like, do you? Because he's into all the riding. And he he, he was from Lim, but now he's, I think, he, I don't know if he's classed as Thelwall. Um, Matt, Matt Jefferson. No. Because I think he was talking about that recently. Yeah, I've not got a Matt Jefferson on the course, I don't Because he's, um, he's got a couple of um, kids. But he's doing some fundraising. Yeah. It, the, the ride is iconic and it goes a lot. So my husband's actually um, one of the guide leaders on the ride, Mark. So he's doing it in May twice back to back. So he's going from London to Paris and getting the train Iron back Man. and doing it again. Yeah, he is an <laughs> Iron Man. He, he literally is an Iron Man. He's done, he's done the UK Iron Man. Oh, has he done that? Yeah, right. yeah, right. he's done that. That's the one so, up and down hills, isn't it? Yeah, so right. the Iron Man, that's where they swim for two and a half miles and then they do a 120-mile bike ride and they do a marathon in the same day. You probably know Dave Clamp. He lives Frodsham Way and Dave has won the world's double-decker Ironman, which is where you do one Ironman every day for 20 days. Oh, my word. Hence why it's a double-decker. 
and uh, he he won that. Wow. And he was 23 hours before the second place came in. He's pretty amazing. He, mm. you know, takes... But he's been on Granada Reports because they've tried to investigate why is he so phenomenally able to do anything. And there's nothing more... He used to be a teacher. He used to teach at Tutton in Bolton. Right. And there's nothing more unique about Dave's capabilities, his lungs, his breathing, than there is anybody else. So it's mind. It's his mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely his mind. Yeah. Because I'll say to him, oh, my legs, you know, I've, I've got a problem with my leg, my hamstring's sore. And he'll say, I'll oh, carry on running, you'll be fine. You know, right. that's just how There's he couple, is. There are a couple of riders on Twitter who I follow and they follow me. They were involved with the um, bike shop in Stockton Heath. Oh, yeah, now. they were, um, yes, Betty's Cycling Group. That's it, Betty's, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, it shut down, hasn't it? Which is yeah, a shame. yeah, about a yeah, year ago, calf, I think yeah. it was, yeah. Which was a bit of a shock, actually, because yeah. we used to go. To, I used to go there with his friend Matt, just going for a coffee and yeah. a, or a tea in the in the garden around the yeah. back. Yeah, it's really nice. It is a shame. I was surprised it shut down yeah. actually, because yeah. it it seemed very well attended by people yeah. when you went in. Yeah. You know, there are loads and loads of cycling cafes all around the area, but they're mm. kind of they're on the because we obviously we're road bikers, yeah. which is the difference from the trails. So, like, there's the Delamere one, there's the one at Jodrell Bank, which are just normal cafes, but they're just unindated with cyclists because they're out, you know, and they're on the nice cycle route. It's like Nutsford, Tatton Park. Yeah, because I see some... Because I ride with a group of girls. We call ourselves, wow, women on wheels. Um, (laughs) And I've seen some of, you know, the um, the riders out, you know, over the years from from the calf, you know, when they've kind of gone... I knew a few girls who were doing it Mm. with that wild... Female cycling's massive. It we seems we, to be, we have it? a fee we have female only Why weeks of cycle retreats. Because more and more women are getting into cycling. The thing is we a lot of our cyclists may have been runners or they may have done triathlon, but you know, they, they tend to kind of have more of an infinity with the bike. Because you can't get girls to do PE at school. <laughs> my, two, yeah. my two girls that well, Boy, couldn't stop one, ours. <laughs> one is quite keen, my youngest yeah. one is quite keen, but my eldest one, she will do absolutely anything, anything to get yeah. out of it. There's more and more. I mean, you know, female cycling. We have more females doing our charity rides. We get a lot of interest from female cyclists that want to come out to cycle retreats and do the female-only weeks. It's just massive. It's just really big now. Well, I, I, I physically notice it because if, if I do, I mean, just up at Stretton, the post office there, mm. every single morning I will notice that there is a big group of girls on bikes. Mm. Yeah, it's always girls. I never see any gr- groups of blokes. It used to be that it was very rare to see women out on yeah. bikes, you know, and it used yeah. to be quite nice for me when I saw other women out, but... Now there's a lot of female riders mm. out. It's mm. quite good giving the boys a run for the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. And, you know, also with some of the climbing as well, you know, females are lighter. So, you know, some of the hills they can get up, you know, yeah. which is um, it's pretty good. So, yeah, no, it works really well. He'll hate me for this. It was, uh, I think it was last Christmas I was thinking, not not Christmas gone, the Christmas before, I was so tempted to get an electric bike. Yeah, well, no, I'll tell you what, any, any bike. My accountant's got an electric bike. She goes everywhere on it. And the thing is with an electric bike is you do need to pedal it to keep charging it. So at yeah, the end of the day, yeah. it's all about pedal power. Yeah. Well, I was only, I only wanted it because where I am here, obviously going back into Stockton Heath, it's all downhill. Great if I ride down there. Yeah. But coming back, back up London Road, I'm, and I know that's nothing to you coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> Every that. hill's a hill. You, they're all a challenge. Yeah, you'll do that one-footed, I know. But 
for me, it's just, it, it'll kill me. I have tried it and I just thought, oh, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So I would be quite comfortable getting an electric bike. And They're fantastic. Over just to come up London. Over road. in Spain, we see hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. on them because what they'll do is, that, is they'll enjoy actually being able to paddle along yeah. the beach and yeah. along the front and well, I don't want it so shopping. I don't want to use it like a moped. Yeah, but then I when it's a hill, to, they yeah, want to, yeah. you know, they want to be able to have yeah. it take them up it and I yeah. don't think there's anything wrong with it it gets people on a bike right. then more, right. more be good. it <laughs> I've got a bike it's not an electric bike yeah I think the other thing around here and I mean this is I mean that's mm. classic for us is the weather is horrible yeah the roads are muddy they're dirty and they're full, yeah. of, they're full of traffic I mean we're very very lucky in this area you know luckiest by far that you know the, you do tend to find that there are quieter roads you know there are places to ride but we went out New Year's Day. It was it was bright, so we thought let's go out. But it was icy, mm. and you just it's just not enjoyable. And the week before, we'd been in Spain, and we'd been out for the day on our bikes and what shorts. What was the temperature like over there? It's eighteen. Oh wow! And it was just we had the most beautiful day. I mean, we're right. We know the area and the rides that we know over there are just stunning. And we stopped and we had some food outside and we did have a jug of sangria, you know, and we were looking out over the mountains and then we hopped back on the bikes and we're out for another few hours. And then the week later, we're back here. And although actually it was a bright day, it was freezing cold mm. and it's dirty. Well, you would have noticed it being colder though because you've just come yeah. back from somewhere warm. But you know, you, you're completely and utterly wrapped up. You've got overshoes on your cycling yeah. things and it is, it's cold. Yeah. And it just, I think, I mean, it was October last year we were out in Spain and we'd always planned, like I said, to do cycle retreats. And we were sat and we'd been out for a ride and we were just sat and we were, you know, just leaning up against the bikes and we'd, we'd hired some bikes. And um, we just were saying, oh, this is just amazing. How long then we said, why are we waiting? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That in mind, how long have you been planning cycle retreats? We were over in France at my friend Lewis's with his mum and dad and we were talking about cycling holidays. So that was four years ago and we were talking about cycling holidays that you, you see a lot of these cycling holidays where people go and they hire a bike and they go on a trail mm. and somebody moves their bags to yeah, the next yeah. hotel for them. And they're on these. walkers as well. Don't yes, they? Yeah. very much like that. And we talked about that and we were talking about it with them and we were saying, oh, we would love to run like a luxury hotel for cyclists where people go out and do some cycling and come back. A bit like a, a luxury ski chalet. So, you know, if you go on a mm. skiing holiday and you might have a guide and when you come in, your food's cooked and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and we talked about that and made a joke of it. And my friend Lewis, his dad, who's quite entrepreneurial, he just sort of like said, there's, there's definitely mileage in that. And so we started to build this kind of dream. He should have said dream. kilometre rich. Yeah, he should have done, shouldn't Within he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so we started to kind of build a bit of a dream for the future and you know how you have those dreams and you talk about them? Mm. We just got bored and decided to make it a reality. Yes, well, no, I think it's absolutely fantastic. And oh, the, only, great, the, only way to do it, the only way to do it was yeah. to sell the big house, mm. you know, get rid of a load of possessions, cars, mm. those kind mm. of things, um, and just prioritise delivering what we want to do. Well, at some point, if you can, send me that photograph of the mm. house. Oh, yeah. Only because for the podcast, I always like to use a particular photograph, and that would yeah. be useful. Yeah, it, it's, so I'll give you the website because on yeah. the website, all the photo, you know, there's the gallery there of all the, oh, right, the pictures okay. of the villa. So it's, cy and the what is it, is it cycle retreats co uk or dot com? Dot com. So it's 
cycleretreats.com. So nice, so it's exciting. Well, it does sound good, and especially seeing as you've already got your first customers. We have. So we've got a focus group coming out as well. So when we set up Cycle Retreats, because we're both cyclists, because we've built this vision for four, four years plus, we needed to sense a check that we were doing the right thing. So we've got a group of people who are made up of people that are in hospitality. They're all cyclists of some, you know, kind of thing. One of them runs Warrington Running Club and she's a very keen cyclist. In fact, she was um, Sports Personality of the Year for Warrington last year. Oh, right. And so we've got a group of people and they've sensor-checked everything. So we've said to them, this is what a typical week will look like at cycle retreats. What do you think? And they've given us honest feedback and been very honest. So... Our first week, they are coming out as the focus group yeah, to yeah. actually do that. And then they're spending a day after their holiday with us where we're going to do all the market research and feedback. What is the temperature paid in October? October. 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 Spanish. Um, so it should be around about 17, 18 then. That's nice enough. Yeah, so it's nice might be a little bit hotter. We didn't want to start in September because it can be too hot in September. Right. And we didn't want to run into April and May. Are it you can moving over there hot. prior to starting up though? No, we go out on the 1st of October and we have the focus group out on the on that first week. And then after that, we have our first clients, paying clients out. Oh. Mm. We will be at backwards and forwards. So we're out there in three weeks. Must, I was going to say, you must be going over to see the property. Yeah, yeah. So we're backwards and forwards. Yeah. We don't physically own it at the moment. It's all going through mm. the notary and the usual Spanish government mm. stuff. That takes a while, so, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So you're Manana. starting in 2019. <laughs> yeah, mañana. Um, so we're backwards and forwards quite a lot. The other thing is we need to have the routes completely and utterly, you know, make sure that, you know, their time. The roads can change a lot over there depending on development as well. So we always need to sense to check the routes are still fine. You said you're quite rural. We're very rural where we are. We are cycle retreats for a right. reason. For, yes. for a reason, yes. Yeah, we're in a completely Spanish village. Well, no, because that would suit me. Because I, if I was to book something like that, I would prefer it very rural. Mm. I don't want to be near a city because I don't want all the traffic. Yeah, there's Because no if traffic. I'm cycling in a different country, I'm, I'm going to be a bit wary anyway because yeah. of road conditions. And yeah. Carlsberg did roads. They're all beautiful, flat, tarmac, right. sweeping roads. They're gorgeous. And we can, we were out for four hours and didn't even see a car. It's amazing. Well, a friend of mine rides over there, but his motorbike, he has, you know, a restaurant in Stotsneath, Tom at 101. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tom goes over there a lot on his bike. Right. Goes with a group of people. Well, all around Europe, yeah. really, but he, he, he does like Spain. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And we try to incorporate other things into a treat. So we wanted it to be... You know, it's about the quality of the food when people are with us. Everything's catered for for them. But we try and add more into it. So we'll have weeks where we have actually got a triathlon coach that will come out for a week. Did you say it was your mother or your mother-in-law? My mum. Your mum. My mum is a Michelin star chef. So is she going to be doing all the food? She'll, she will be, but we do also have a catering lady. But my mum will be overseeing food control yeah. and stuff like that. She does <laughs> have, and I do, I mean, she's just phenomenal. So, of course, we do leave, we, we do leave all that to her. But, yeah, she does have catering staff to help. But we will only take six to eight riders at a time anyway, because it's the only way we can guarantee that we can really mm. completely and utterly give them the luxury that we think mm. that they should get. So it's a week escape. But I mean, we are looking at doing um, yoga weeks. So we'll do cycling with yoga because right. that's becoming quite popular. We'll do cycling weeks with one of our triathlon coaches. So they will come out because we find there's a lot of triathletes 
And because we're um, we're only half an hour from the coast, they can go and have sea swims mm. and stuff like that as well. Oh, crikey. It's but just it, idyllic, isn't it? It is, but it is idyllic. a holiday. It's a holiday. It's not a training camp. So we make sure that everyone gets lots of downtime. You know, we're unlimited alcohol um, in the evening. And we have rest days where we do some more fun things. We've got fun wine tasting courses. So we're not a training camp. We're not roughing it. We are a luxury skiing holiday for cycling. Yeah. So that's kind of where we pitch it. Wow. <laughs> it does. It sounds absolutely perfect. <laughs> Thank you. And I, and I just can't see it failing. <laughs> oh, bless you. But somebody had said to us, oh, there was something on Dragon's Den about a luxury tennis holiday. So I think there seems to be more and more of these sporting type yeah. of holidays. Yeah. People are out. willing to pay a lot of money for a luxury holiday. People want to be looked after. Yeah, they don't want to rough it themselves, do they? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think your biggest selling point is unlimited alcohol at night. Well, do you know what? I know everyone says that. Unlimited, yeah, you might got... regret that. Yeah, well, they've got to get on the bike the next day. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have an honesty shop for, you know, you kind of top level your top shelf stuff beer and wines unlimited and we get people to do some wine tasting at the beginning of the week to see what their preference is right. and then they know what wines they like so we know what to serve them with their evening i'm meals. guessing although i could be completely wrong but i'm guessing your wine will be cheap anyway to buy it's much cheaper than it is over here mm. but it does really depend on what people want so there are some very, very cheap wines in Europe, but they're also just, mm. I wouldn't say, palatable. I wouldn't use them for cooking. Or as my mum says, if you don't want to drink it, don't you bloody cook with it. <laughs> no. no. So, I'm not a big wine drinker, to be quite honest. Although, that said, I did go a rare occasion. I went down to Cork's out with Matt, that rider I was telling you about. I yeah. said, oh, let's not go for a drink. Let's just have let's just have a quiet half an hour in Cork's out. Mm. I said, all right, OK, let's do that then. Because I didn't fancy a late night mm. at all. So we went there about half past six and i got home about two o'clock in the morning, morning. Yeah, it's just <laughs> our new little terrace is right near cork's house <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's on the streets that back onto it so right. um, no doubt we'll be frequenting it i love it in there i think it's yeah. really nice i'm really yeah. looking forward to being in stratton hey yeah, yeah. more vibrant no so. it is it's good it is good yeah. stuff, although i did only notice yesterday the bank's closing down ESB. yeah ESB. the, the lloyd is it the lloyds yeah yeah, yeah. I, I did know that because i know i'd seen it on one of the Lim facebook pages that people were asking if the one in Stockton Heath was closing, would the one yeah, in Lim be closing? Because, of course, Lim lost its post office recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently not. And I thought, wow, OK, that's unusual that Stockton Heath is losing its bank, but Lim isn't. Mm. So No, apparently Lim's not losing... not Because lo Lim yeah. lost its Barclays and its Halifax, so it's yeah. the only bank it has does right. now have is... There's not that many banks Lloyd's. left in Stockton Heath because the one across the road from Lloyd's closed. Was it HSBC or something? Yeah. I can't remember. Because I was looking at that, not seriously seriously looking at mm. it but over the last say three or four weeks we've been talking with some friends about maybe getting somewhere in Stockton East mm. to run a particular business type of business yeah and we did look at that but it was ridiculous it was was it 45 or 55 thousand a year wow and that's before you even switch the lights on yeah and that's the, the rates are really yeah, high it's, in it's this good, area it's, it's, it's a shame because you want we so much don't we want to see you know independent businesses especially in the villages like Stockton Heath and Lim and surrounding areas and I think it's such a shame that the rates are so high that I don't understand well, I how businesses can do well, it. Well, I don't. I... The rates are, they're, they're ridiculous. Yeah. I know a lot of the shops in Lim, unfortunately, 
haven't been successful and we've seen a lot of yeah. of movement it's been quite transient yeah. and my uh, my friend linda owned uh, stockton heath travel which obviously oh, is right, now yes. hayes linda yeah. crowder yeah. Oh, uh, right. she's a lovely lovely lady yeah. And she's had had that for years re- and yeah, years and years. Yeah, she's retired just recently. She's just she? retired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's fabulous. She's yeah. got. She's got. Is it Abby, your daughter. Yeah. That's no, no. Right. Abby's Debbie is. Uh, yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They've both got and another lady yeah. got a daughter called Abby as well. Yeah. And she's wonderful. And you know what? It was time for her to retire. She's got five grandchildren, I think, last count. So she wanted to be involved more with grandchildren. And, of course, Hayes have taken that over. But what is quite nice there is that the staff that worked for Linda are still in there. So you hope that actually that's still got the village feel. Yes, there's not many independent places in Stotsneath left. I know Stuart, who has the art gallery. So I used to go to school with Stuart. He has said to me, I wouldn't say it was recently, but about five years ago, he just said, if he had to start again, owning that business yeah. and paying rates on that, mm. it's just, he wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. The fact that, you know, they owned it outright is yeah. the only way that they survived. And they right. cut their shop in half and sold half of it to somebody wow. else. Wow, okay, to kind of keep it yeah. open. Did you see we were in Gary's Gentlebreed put us in... Um... I no- only noticed this morning, yeah. Yeah, we're going in the Guardian next week right. as well, which... Um, yes, because he's putting me to shame at the moment, Gary, because he, he posted something last week about he'd done... He'd been to the Stretton, not Stretton Fox, um, the hotel up here, what's it called? Park Royal. Yeah, no. Park yeah, Royal, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he'd done a six-week training course there or something and lost about three stone or something oh, like wow. that. So now he's saying, oh, you should do it now. And I'm thinking, oh, crikey, you know, I haven't got this stamina to do it. Yeah. No, 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 well, you'll, you know, you yeah, he does look well. I saw him a couple yeah. of weeks ago, yeah. but he does. He looks particularly well. Yeah. So. so he's done well, hasn't he? Yeah. Right, okay. Right, well, thank you, you very much. Yes, yes.